Say, what was that dynamic like with your dad? I mean, was he happy for you, upset for his old team? He was ecstatic for me. Yeah, he really was. He was a little tipsy, too. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> he was for sure, man. It was a good time, though, for real. It was a good time. I want to take you back to Detroit. You played that game through an injury. Yeah. And then to have a game like yesterday, you had the drops in Detroit and now yeah. third touchdown game. Just for you, did it feel really good to kind of get that back, get back to being It you? felt amazing, man. Glory to God, too, because it felt amazing. It was, it was a moment of, you know, overcoming what personally I was going through and to be there. But I mean, uh, it was quite special to say the least. There's no, there's not really words for it, for sure. What did winning that game yesterday kind of tell everyone about this Jaguars team? Uh, this Jaguars team is so special. Um, just from every player that we have, that I can think about top of the head. I mean, obviously Trevor, the way he's playing, phenomenal. Marvin Jones Jr., uh, guy has an incredible career. Numbers speak for itself. Christian's resiliency. Christian caught an amazing catch yesterday. I don't think a whole lot of people highlighted, but it was so crucial to our game. The way that he just responded, um, I thought was phenomenal. Uh, Evan Ingram fighting for extra yards in that game. Crucial, we needed it. Resign E23, I'm a stand. Um, Chris Manhurts, pin block. Uh, Walker Little stepping up. Clay Brooks, DT flying down there. Dewey, you know, coming in, doing his role, doesn't complain, leads us in a pregame speech to go out there and play. Cam Robinson, um, guy fights every single week, one of our leaders that we love. Walker Little stepping up, Jamichael Hasty fighting for extra yards, TE getting in there, Andre Cisco coming back, playing well, guys who do the scout team for us week in and week out. Buster Brown, Greg Jr. giving looks, D. Dix giving us looks. I mean, it's just really special what this team has is, is overcome. Um, I wouldn't change anything now in our season, even that adversity. Obviously, you know, losses, but it helps build build something moving forward. And I think that um, I think that we're headed in the right direction. I'm just so proud of this group right now. And just curious, where were you at during Rayshon's pick six? And did oh, you yeah, I didn't even shout out Ray. Shout out. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, so many – Riley for, you know, for coming in there and, and kicking it. Ray in the defense. Foyer flying around, making tackles. Uh, Trayvon Walker for being a great teammate on the sideline. You know, it was just a whole lot of pieces that just came together. I think for us to have that success that we had, but yeah, shout out Jake, man. That was huge. That was a huge play, man. Yeah, you mentioned about uh, all the adversity that you guys have gone through. It seems now all the breaks you weren't getting in October are now going your way. In, in any way, does this make you even think for a second that this that this could be a team of, of destiny? I said October was spooky. And, but December and, and November and December is where it counted and playing good football right now. Um, I just want to keep the same approach that we've had. I think uh, Doug's done a great job of giving us the entire outlook of, okay, what's the rest of the schedule? But we still keep it one day at a time in focus. And so that's just where our approach is going to be. As great as yesterday was, it's a very, very short week and we're going to play a very, very good team 
on their home turf. So our preparation is going to be expedited just a little bit with the short week and um, excited for another opportunity for us to, to continue to grow as a football team. I guess the guy said that there was an expectation that you guys want to go down and tie that game up after Travis fumbled anyway. Um, and there was a belief that they were, you guys were going to win the game. Yeah. You do what you need to do to win it. Was that belief there earlier in the season? And how did how long did it take to get to that point? I don't you think know, you guys believed that earlier in the season. Earlier in the season. Um, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I think if I'm answering truthfully, no, because to be in that situation there, I think you had to go through something first, right? So obviously I believed in my teammates, but I, c I couldn't have drawn up that scenario. So if I could go back for a second after the unfortunate turnover, you know, I kind of felt like it let the air out of me a little bit and a couple of teammates. And it was Christian Kirk who came to me and was like, we have three timeouts left. Our defense is going to get a stop. All we need is a field goal. So that's just to highlight Christian and where his thinking was. So. I think if it's individual belief in the players that we had that Trent and the team has brought in here, yes. But I couldn't have said in August I was going to, you know, we're going to play the Cowboys 10-3 and three at home and it's going to be – no, I can't say that. How much does that say about your growth? Because I talked to Marv and Christian yesterday and they both just talked about how the wide receiver room especially has gotten closer and gotten tighter through – everything you guys have gone through this season? We have. We, we most definitely have. I think uh, it's a very special group with just the age, age ranges that we have, what we each bring to the table, um, the roles that we have within the team. And we've definitely meshed closer than I think that we ever had. And so I really admire um, Christian and Marv's game. Um, I admire what Tim Jones does for this football team. A lot of people call it the dirty work, but that guy works very, very hard. Um, what our guys do on uh, practice squad level, what Jamal Agnew is able to do from a standpoint of running the football, catching the football. I mean, w we saw a glimpse of, you know, what he can really do, and, and you guys have witnessed over the years. So this receiver group is very special to me, and um, we've definitely bonded more than we have. We're doing a white elephant thing today which I think is pretty cool. I've never done White Elephant. I've done Secret Santa, but it's fun stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Does coming off a game like this one help you on a short week at all in your preparation? Um, so I would say that when we had that game in Detroit, I think it helped me from a standpoint of like, okay, I got I to gotta flush it, learn from it, and move on. And so I think that's the challenge as – as athletes and even as professionals, right? Um, not necessarily just like erasing, but like, what can I take from it? What's going to benefit me? Because nothing's going to carry over. Zay Jones doesn't start with three touchdowns against the Jets. You know, Trevor doesn't start with, you know, everything that it's zero to zero. We got to line it up again. Um, and so as a professional, you have to carry yourself in that way. So, I mean, after this, after this interview and stuff, all my focus is going. To the, to the next game. When you look at Trevor and his arc here recently, the way he's headed, did you, did you look back at the London game as a turning point, the low of ending that game with a turnover, maybe some things that were said privately among him to maybe get him? Um, I wouldn't say 
a turning point in London. Um, I know the the outside pers- 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 perspective is like these individual games, but I see Trevor every day in practice, right? So when I see him work consistently and I see him stay a little bit later and when he shoots me a text about something he sees or when he's like, hey, can we get this throw again? Those are the things that his maturation as a as a leader and as a quarterback in this league that I've seen from respectively other um, veteran quarterbacks. Those are the things, those would be like the turning points for me. Um, ending the game in London with the interception, it, it doesn't mean a whole lot to me because he was trying to he was trying to make a play for our team. And so I don't view the mistakes the same way others may. Um, I judge a man by how he comes to work every day and the things that he's able to do for his team, whether he's batting through injury, whether he's going through something at home, whether he had a poor game last game, or whether he was written off last year. That's kind of how I view who a man is. And Trevor Lawrence has proved to me, if not anyone, that he's here and he's here to stay. Do you go back and look at some of the throws he makes and you're like, how does he fit that in there? Like maybe the one that set up the field goal to you literally ripped right through the guy's hand? I was so zeroed in on the football that I didn't realize that I had went through, um, uh, was it Wilson six? I didn't realize it went through his hands. So I'm sitting at home and it was my brother, Caleb, who was like, bro, you got to check out, you know, Trevor's throw. So I was like, all right. So he shows me the, uh, the camera angle and I was like, wow, that's incredible. It's an incredible play that he was able to make. I mean, rolling to the left, right-handed quarterback, didn't bad an eye, didn't blink, complete confidence, and he just let it rip. So, I mean, yeah, that's Trev. You guys control your own destiny now with the last few games of the season. How big is this game for your team Thursday night? I think it was just as big as the last one. Um, and the one before that, you know, I think the cliche saying is it's big because it's the next one. Um, Jets head coach is, we know what he's like and we know he's going to bring to the table. We know how he's going to inspire his guys. And I know they have a little bit of of the quarterback situation, but I think uh, White and Wilson are both very, very capable, um, great players. And so it's it's just going to be a matter of us preparing the way we need to throughout the week, um, understanding the elements maybe, uh, their home turf. I know they're going to be hungry uh, for a win. it's this part of the season where, like, this is where it's fun, you know. Not saying it's not fun in the beginning, but, you know, it's it's going to come down to who wants it more, who's going to execute, and we get to see what, what we're made of down the stretch. And I'm very confident in the men that I'm going to battle with. Is there anything good or any good aspect about playing a short week, a, a short week like this for anything? I guess we get to be home for Christmas. <laughs> You know, that's that's the thing I can think of off the top. Yeah, time <laughs> off. But uh, but in terms of preparation or anything like that, there's uh, nothing good about it, right? No, I mean, I, I think you, I think if you think that way, uh, it could hurt you. I mean, I, I think you could draw positives from it. You get to jump right back into a new week, new opponent. Um, you get to work on your craft a little bit more. Um, you get to watch the film quicker and then, you know, advance to the next team and start studying and preparing and then, you're going to have a prime time moment to display um, your team and your talent to the nation. You know, on, on Sundays, sometimes maybe you don't get that prime time slot because there's people watching like the red zone and like so many things going on. But this moment's going to be about you and, and your team and you guys. Um, 
to kind of, you know, be in that spotlight. And it's just an incredible opportunity to have. I mean, I think this is why we, we love sports so much is the adrenaline rush that it gives you, um, the narratives that are, are drawn from it, and the ability to, to root for your team in, in a critical adverse situation. How have you seen yourself grow since you got here? I mean, coming in day one, going to be a big part of the offense, getting to work with Trevor and Doug and yep. learning the offense. How have you seen yourself kind of grow as a player from when you got here to, to now? Um, I think, honestly, uh, just the consistency of playing through a duration, duration of a season. Um, I did it earlier in my career. Um, I more so had to take a different approach and role when I was with Las Vegas as far as you know, knowing the dynamic of our team and what my role was. And this one, I'm more part of it, more games, more opportunities. Um, so maintenance on my body, trying to stay as healthy as possible. Um, understanding that, you know, when I look at Christian and Marv, you know, and, and Ag, and I'm like, hey, it's just us. We have to go make the play. Like no one else is is going to do it like we're the ones that has to do it. I think earlier in my career as a younger player, you understand that there's more so the responsibility on the guys that are ahead of you and understanding that we are those guys. And so it's it's an interesting challenge to accept that and to accept that role and to know what it means to be the player or one of the players to make a moment or a catch or play for your team. And I think um, just that process of, of growing and enjoying the space that you're in and, and, and accepting that challenge, I think is something that I've been adapting to and learning over the duration of the season. How do you explain, like, not to say you didn't make, make plays early, mm -hmm. but how do you explain the quantity of them over the last four or five games of, of yours? I mean, it's not like you and Trevor are all of a sudden connecting them yeah. or something like that. Is, it, is there anything there? I think that's just the beauty of our game. Um, sometimes guys make plays all the time, but they're not the ESPN highlight plays. You know, the plays that we hold on to and grasp onto, but the players in the locker room know, the coaches know. And so I think, I think it's safe to say that I've made a lot of those plays throughout the season, but they weren't like mind blowing. Uh, I think week two, Indianapolis Colts, fourth and three. Trevor throws me a shallow for four yards, and that's huge to converting, but like, you know, I remember that. You know, they, I'm sure they remember that. But, like, it's just Evan Ingram last week. I mean, he ran a double move. And it, to be honest, it was really, really good coverage. And Evan goes out, and he makes the play, though. So it's just things coming together. Um, I'm grateful and humbled to, to be highlighted this week. But it's a new, op new opportunity for someone else or whoever to be the guy next week. And uh, we have a beautiful roster of, of guys who are more than capable of making it happen. Good. All right. Thank you. Thank you.